Hi, and welcome to My Reads. This segment features the second part of Light on the Path. The first part included the 21 stanzas, and there are 21 more included in the second path. Whereas the first 21 were a more basic introductory course to what you could expect, the second one speaks directly to the intuition for those currently enmeshed in the path. Light on the Path Out of the silence that is at peace, a resonant voice shall arise, and this voice will say, It is not well, thou hast reaped, now thou must sow. And knowing this voice to be the silence itself, thou wilt obey. Thou who art now a disciple, able to stand, able to hear, able to see, able to speak, who hast conquered desire and attained to self-knowledge, who has seen thy soul in its bloom and recognized it and heard the voice of silence, go thou to the hall of learning and read what is written there for thee. Note. To be able to stand is to have confidence. To be able to hear is to have opened the doors to the soul. To be able to see is to have attained perception. To be able to speak is to have attained the power of helping others. To have conquered desire is to have learned how to use and control the self. To have attained to self-knowledge is to have retreated to the inner fortress whence the personal man can be viewed with impartiality. To have seen thy soul in its bloom is to have obtained a momentary glimpse in thyself of the transfiguration which shall eventually make thee more than man. To recognize is to achieve the great task of gazing upon the blazing light without dropping the eyes and not falling back in terror as those before some ghastly phantom. This happens to some, and so when the victory is all but won, it is lost. To hear the voice of silence is to understand that from within comes the only true guidance. To go to the hall of learning is to enter the state in which learning becomes possible. Then will many words be written there for thee, and written in fiery letters for thee easily to read. For when the disciple is ready, the master is ready also. 1. Stand aside in the coming battle, and though thou fightest, be not the warrior. 2. Look for the warrior, and let him fight in thee. 3. Take his orders for battle, and obey them. 4. Obey him not as though he were a general, but as though he were thyself, and his spoken words were the utterance of thy secret desires. For he is thyself, yet infinitely wiser and stronger than thyself. Look for him, else in the fever and hurry of the fight thou mayest pass him, and he will not know thee unless thou knowest him. If thy cry reach his listening ear, then will he fight in thee, and fill the dull void within. And if this is so, then canst thou go through the fight cool and unwearied, standing aside and letting him battle for thee. Then it will be impossible for thee to strike one blow amiss. But if thou look not for him, if thou pass him by, then there is no safeguard for thee. Thy brain will reel, thy heart grow uncertain, and in the dust of the battlefield thy sight and senses will fail, and thou wilt not know thy friends from thy enemies. 
He is thyself, yet thou art but finite and liable to error. He is eternal and is sure. He is eternal truth. When once he has entered thee and become thy warrior, he will never utterly desert thee. And at the day of the great peace, he will become one with thee. 5. Listen to the song of life. Note, look for it and listen to it first in your own heart. At first you may say, it is not there. When I search, I find only discord. Look deeper. If again you are disappointed, pause and look deeper again. There is a natural melody, an obscure fount in every human heart. It may be hidden over and utterly concealed and silenced, but it is there. At the very base of your nature, you will find hope, faith, and love. He that chooses evil refuses to look within himself, shuts his ears to the melody of his heart as he blinds his eyes to the light of his soul. He does this because he finds it easier to live in desires. But in, underneath all life is the strong current that cannot be checked. The great waters are there in reality. Find them and you will perceive but none. Not the most wretched of creatures, but is a part of it. However, he may blind himself to the fact and build up for himself a phantasmal outer form of horror. In that sense, it is that I say to you, all those beings among whom you struggle on are fragments of the divine, and so deceptive is the illusion in which you live that it is hard to guess where you will first detect the sweet voice in the hearts of others. But know that it is certainly within yourself. Look for it there, and once having heard it, you will more readily recognize it around you. 6. Store in your memory the melody you hear. 7. Learn from it the lesson of harmony. 8. You can stand upright now, firm as a rock amid the turmoil, obeying the warrior who is thyself and thy king. Unconcerned in the battle, save to do his bidding, having no longer any care as the result of the battle, for one thing only is important, that the warrior shall win, and you know he is incapable of defeat. Standing thus cool and awakened, use the hearing you have acquired by pain and by the destruction of pain. Only fragments of the great song come to your ears while you are yet but a man, but if you listen to it, remember it faithfully, so that none which has reached you is lost, and endeavor to learn from it the meaning of the mystery which surrounds you. In time you will need no teacher, for as the individual has voice, so has that in which the individual exists. Life itself has speech and is never silent, and its utterance is not, as you that are deaf may suppose, a cry. It is a song. Learn from it you are a part of the harmony. Learn from it to obey the laws of the harmony. 9. Regard earnestly all the life that surrounds you. 10. Learn to look intelligently into the hearts of men. Note. From an absolutely impersonal point of view, otherwise your sight is colored. Therefore, impersonality must first be understood. Intelligence is impartial. No man is your enemy. No man is your friend. All alike are your teachers. Your enemy becomes a mystery that must be solved, even though it takes ages, for man must be understood. 
Your friend becomes a part of yourself, an extension of yourself, a riddle hard to read. Only one thing is more difficult to know, your own heart. Not until the bonds of personality be loosed can that profound mystery of self begin to be seen. Not till you stand aside from it will it in any way reveal itself to your understanding. Then, and not till then, can you grasp and guide it. Then, and not till then, can you use all its powers and devote them to a worthy service. 11. Regard most earnestly your own heart. 12. For through your own heart comes the one light which can illuminate life and make it clear to your eyes. Study the hearts of men, that you may know what it is the world in which you live and of which you will be a part. Regard the constantly changing and moving life which surrounds you, for it is formed by the hearts of men, and as you learn to understand their condition and meaning, you will by degrees be able to read the larger word of life. 13. Speech comes only with knowledge. Attain to knowledge and you will attain to speech. Note. It is impossible to help others till you have obtained some certainty of your own. When you have learned the first 21 rules and have entered the hall of learning with your powers developed and senses unchained, then you will find there is a fount within you from which speech will arise. After the 13th rule, I can add no words to what is already written. My peace I give unto you. These notes are written only for those to whom I give my peace, those who can read what I have written with the inner as well as the outer sense. 14. Having obtained the use of the inner senses, having conquered the desires of the outer senses, having conquered the desires of the individual soul, and having obtained knowledge, prepare now, O disciple, to enter upon the way in reality. The path is found. Make yourself ready to tread it. 15. Inquire of the earth, the air, and the water of the secrets they hold for you. The development of your inner senses will enable you to do this. 16. Inquire of the holy ones of the earth of the secrets they hold for you. The conquering of the desires of the outer senses will give you the right to this. 17. Inquire of the innermost, the one of its final secret, which it holds for you through the ages. The great and difficult victory, the conquering of the desires of the individual soul is a work of ages. Therefore, expect not to obtain its reward until the age of experience has been accumulated. When the time of learning this seventeenth rule is reached, man is on the threshold of becoming more than man. 18. The knowledge which is now yours is only yours because your soul has become one with all pure souls and with the inmost. It is a trust vested in you by the Most High. Betray it, misuse your knowledge, or neglect it, and it is possible even now for you to fall from the great high estate you have attained. Great ones fall back even from the threshold, unable to sustain the weight of their responsibility, unable to pass on. Therefore look forward, always with awe and trembling to this moment, and be prepared for the battle. It is written that for him who is on the threshold of divinity, no law can be framed, no guide can exist. 
Yet to enlighten the disciple, the final struggle may be thus expressed. 19. Hold fast to that which has neither substance nor existence. 20. Listen only to the voice which is soundless. 21. Look only on that which is invisible alike to the inner and the outer sense. Thank you again for listening to my reads, uh, The Light on the Path. I hope you enjoyed the second set of 21. It definitely, I felt, uh, addressed accurately the needs of a person on the path directly. And there's a lot of food for thought there. I've had this small gem in my collection for at least 20 years. And to be honest, the first 21 took a number of years to even be able to understand. I would have to reread or my brain would just skip a sentence and I'd have to start over again. And it wasn't until this year, 2020, when I read it and really could feel inside uh, the truth that was in the text. So if you're a reader, I definitely would recommend you pick up a copy of the book for yourself or find it online. I'm sure somebody has scanned it into PDF form in the years that have uh, existed beyond its publication. Um, Or take your time and write down uh, what I've included here in the podcast so that you have a record and you can go at your own pace. Uh, The next segment will feature the essay on karma, which is included in the original Light on the Path volume. And I will follow up with the segment sort of outlining my more personal interactions with the subject itself. So I hope you had a good listen and uh, stay tuned. Thanks again.